get by with a little help from friends. You're working the same case as you are. And I want to see every stitch of evidence. What a wicked This is no longer a kidnapping case. You're now looking at an imminent terror attack. And you'll know her name. My name is Monique. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, April 4th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Sunday's episode of American Idol was the last one for contestant Sarah Beth, though not because she was eliminated. After performing the police's Roxanne during the first installment of Hollywood Week, Sarah Beth announced, to the surprise of the judges, the live audience, and viewers at home, that she was leaving the show to go home to her husband and three young kids. Have a listen. This opportunity is really rad, but this is actually going to be my last performance because uh, I'm my heart's at home, so I'm going to get home to my babies. They kind of need me, so. What, what just happened? She's going to leave? What's no, that? we're going to figure this out. Yo, what the heck is going on? Um, I'm going home. It went a lot better than I thought it would, but I'm going to head home to get home to my babies. That was a mistake. But the thing I see in her is her fighting spirit. Get her in here. Let's bring her in. Yeah, go get her. Bring her in. Bring her in. The judges want to see yeah. you. Sarah Beth, I know, life is scary. For sure. <laughs> I also know that it's easier to walk away than to be rejected. But then I also know that you lose out on your fullest potential. And I know that you love your family for your kids. I know that as a mother. But remember, self-love is just as big as motherly love. Don't leave the competition. Thank you. Well, Katie put up a good fight. Sarah Beth also posted on TikTok about her experience. You can read more about that at EW.com. Barbie Ferreira is opening up about her departure from Euphoria ahead of season three, calling it a mutual decision and addressing production struggles to fully flesh out her character Kat. Ferreira, who was sidelined for much of season two, announced her departure from the HBO hit last summer, ushering in rumors of a rift with creator Sam Levinson that resulted in her walking off set. The actress disputed the rumors while on Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast and said the so-called drama has taken on a life of its own and that she's not a victim like some have made her out to be. She continued, quote, I actually did not walk off set. I did sprain my ankle once and had to go get an x-ray. Maybe that's what they mean. Ferreira said her exit was a mutual decision, adding, I don't think there was a place for Kat to go. I think there were places she could have gone. I just don't think it would have fit into the show. I don't know if it was going to do her justice, and I think both parties knew that. Production for season three of the Emmy-winning series is set to begin later this year. And Dwayne Johnson and Moana co-star Auli'i Cravalho are setting sail for a live-action reimagining of the 2016 animated film. Johnson shared in a video message from the picturesque shores of Hawaii that the live-action film is in development over at Disney. The wrestler-turned-franchise titan, who voiced the mighty demigod Maui, will produce alongside Danny Garcia and Hiram Garcia. 
Carvalho, who voiced the titular adventurous teen, will executive produce alongside Scott Sheldon. As with its animated predecessor, the live-action movie will celebrate the islands, communities, and traditions of Pacific Islanders as seen through the eyes of a young woman eager to pave her own path. That, according to the synopsis. Casting details, including who will succeed Gravalo, are not yet available. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. You better know her name. And if you don't, then maybe you will, thanks to her new Netflix comedy special. Oscar-winning actress and comedian Monique is back for My Name is Monique, a performance that's unlike anything she's ever done before. This time, she's getting personal, telling stories and sharing opinions she never thought she would in front of an audience, including a rather detailed account of a constructive conversation between her and her grandmother. Have a listen to the trailer. When y'all walk away from me, y'all will understand who the f*** I am. Y'all will say, oh, f- I get it now. No, this gonna be something special, Please hear me. I was raised by some strong black women. When I was 13 years old, my grandmother called me in her room. She said, Nikki, don't you ever put a dick in your mouth. Because if you do, it will explode. I said, oh, sh- conversation we had about dick sucking just don't do it baby when they put that motherfucking straight jacket on me oh y'all know i can't stand a motherfucking bully this teacher was a white man he was a white white man the white people like what's a white white my name is monique Well, she's been in the comedy game for 32 years and now says, Before, I was just focused on being funny. Now, I feel like I have something to say. Find out what that is. My Name is Monique is streaming now on Netflix. It's trivia time. The epic three-part FBI crossover event airs tonight. More on that soon. Now, it brings together the teams from all of the current shows in the franchise. But did you know there was one crossover event before this one in 2020? And it involved only two of the three shows. Which ones were involved in the original crossover with episodes titled American Dreams and Reveille? FBI, FBI Most Wanted, or FBI International? Stick around for the answer. Ready to battle for the new episode of The Voice? The battle rounds are winding down, and the coaches are prepping their teams to go head-to-head. They can advance to the knockouts or straight to the playoffs if they're awarded the rare playoff pass. With each coach possessing only one steal and one playoff pass, the competition is really going to heat up. But first, a few belt takes with veteran coach Blake and new coach Niall. You can handle this, son. Thank you very much, yeah. Dad. <laughs> I feel like I can get a good team together. You can too. <laughs> I'm actually not sure of what's going to happen at all. I've never done yeah, anything I'm like this. I'm certain about what's going to happen. What is that? You're not going to beat me. 
certain. Wow. Strong words from a big man. <laughs> you know what, let's face it, all, all you guys are going to be trying to get uh, country artists, aren't yeah. you? Uh -huh. I mean, Kelly always does. Yeah. She acts like she knows something about country music. Are you going to act like you know something about country music? Yeah, I am going to act like I know everything about country music. <laughs> Great. Every time you turn, I'm going with you. Yay. <laughs> All right, what's your plan? How are you going to beat Kelly? It's not easy. It's not easy. She can talk. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Telling the truth get you absolutely nowhere right okay in this business in general so just lie my whole way through it and i'll be here for 23 seasons i'm not giving you the secret i'm just giving you a hint good hint i'll take it well you can watch the last battles night on the voice tonight at nine on nbc all right don't go anywhere our number one pick is coming up what to watch will be right back Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Three letters, three shows, one epic event. It's time for the FBI crossover. Titled Imminent Threat, the three-hour event will bring together the teams from FBI International, FBI, and FBI Most Wanted. And what task, you ask, could be so large that it calls for so many agents? Well, it all starts when an American architect goes missing in Rome, but the abduction has connections to an impending terror threat in New York. Have a listen to this preview. An American has gone missing in Rome. We have a suspect. You got more than that. And you're working the same case as you are. You might want to see every stitch of evidence. What a This is no longer a kidnapping case. You're now looking at an imminent terror attack. We have a lead. What a Grab him. I need all hands on deck. It all happened so fast. We should have waited. So let me dream of you. We did what we did. He deliberately led us on a wild goose chase. Anyone could be a target. Well, we don't have time to play nice. Bad things happen on this job every day, no matter how good we are at doing it. We're going in. Copy that. We're on it. Go, 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 go! Ah! What do we get? What I need you to do is breathe. We get. You put everybody at risk. We get. Thousands of lives are at stake. We get thing to do. If that bomb goes off, it's on you. Well, they're calling in informants and backup, 
and traveling to Italy and back to find the source of these threats. In the end, they discover a plot to destroy a major New York City landmark, and countless lives are at stake. The FBI crossover event starts tonight at 8 on CBS. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which two of the three FBI series were involved in the original 2020 crossover? FBI, FBI Most Wanted, or FBI International? Well, there wasn't any overseas travel for this one. The answer is FBI and FBI Most Wanted. In the episodes, a school bus of 26 elementary students is hijacked. FBI International, by the way, premiered two years later in 2022. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. One, two.